Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Future Classroom Podcast English, a podcast about studying future classroom teacher at University College Copenhagen, Campus Carlsberg. I'm it's, it's not really University College Campus Carlsberg anymore. It is in English. It is? They have not really? Yes. Oh. They have not changed it in English. That's that's weird. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Sorry I interrupted all, all your good. intro. Uh, this is episode 9 of the English version of the of the Danish podcast. And uh, I'm Nick Holmberg, your host, and today I'm joined by Kenneth Skorbo Weiland, as you might have heard uh, from that. We yeah. have ch- the, the name of our school has been changed this spring, which is probably new to people who only listen to the English podcast. Um, and uh, But yeah, as far as I understand, at least it's still UCC uh, in English for some yeah. reason. Yeah, but it, it should be really, because it's what we're still called. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we are uh, uh, both from what we call Big Future. Uh, there's two uh, teams or classes of uh, a future classroom teacher here at the, at the Campus Carlsberg. And um, we have just wrapped up our fourth semester. And the plan was to mainly focus on um, the subject, one of the subjects this semester, which was game-based learning for us. Uh, we had Danish and English, and then we had this, what, what do you call specialization module? Uh, specialization module yeah, yeah, subjects? It's, yeah. yeah. It's sort of side subjects you can pick, and part of our sort of future classroom teacher line, we were forced, you could say, to yeah, uh, yeah. into having it. Uh, but I think both of us would m- probably have picked it anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I would have picked it yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, focusing on game-based learning, and that's both uh, board games and and video games, and actually play. Where we have a better word in Danish, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, lie. But, but, but but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's play in in every sense of the word. Yeah. Every kind of game. If you're playing hide and seek, or even just playing, you know, family. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, that yeah. was. Um, So we'll talk about that, and I think we'll talk a little bit about uh, the semester in general as well. Uh, and I feel like I keep saying this every time we do one of these rare English podcasts, but I want to do more of them. And hopefully we'll have the... It's been a busy semester, so hopefully we'll have more energy for that in the in the fall. Yeah, and we always say that we're going to have more energy and more time to do... But we did wrap up like <laughs> a big subject in Danish and True. all that stuff. Um, but yeah... Should we explain a little bit more about what we actually did this semester, or in game-based learning, yeah, or yeah, yeah, we we, I mean, we can. We how can how would you sc- describe the semester in game-based learning? Well, um, and I should say, like last week, we put up the the interview we did with Catherine Beavis last year. So uh, we still had a little bit of game-based learning in Danish before that, but now I feel like we've all of us has gotten like to a deeper level because of this. Yeah, something. I mean, I mean, Catherine Beavis was just kind of the beginning. Yeah, um, where we should, where we had to present f- to her some sort of game-based learning. Um, yeah, but I think it's important that 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 was a year ago. Yeah, so it's not a week ago that that was recorded. Oh. Even though I said that in the episode as well. Yeah, but uh, in in game-based learning this semester we uh, we talked a lot about games, obviously, um, and and different ways to perceive games. Uh, we we started out at, as as watching games as a phenomena uh playing mainly board games right uh yeah, in the, the f- beginning yeah and then we've looked at at games as a pedagogy and we uh, we've we've looked at games as a teaching tool um and we've we've looked at play 
which is there isn't really a word for it in in English that really encompasses the the term that we have in in Danish. Yeah, we have two words for it in Danish. Yeah. One for the sort of more competition. Yeah, the game type. game. Yeah, and and, uh, and and the hide and seek kind of game where it's a little more loose based. Yeah. Um, and it all culminated in 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 a workshop just uh, like the first semester we had. Yeah. Um, where we got. Uh, Yeah, so our sort of exam was a workshop yeah, and a report on for, the side for uh, for uh, well anybody that wanted to participate really. Yeah, and whoever we invited. Yeah, yeah, um, and and we got we got uh, separated into groups and and we made was it five? Yeah, five. Five completely different uh, workshops really. Yeah, which was nice. Yeah, it ended up being that way. Yeah, so so. And and then we, as you said, wrote a report on it, and then it's done. And yeah, and it was really fun. Yeah, should we go through the the different uh, workshops? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Um, let's just take them in, in. Yeah, from in, who in, who in, was in here? <laughs> who, who was in here? And then just uh, yeah. uh, there was a workshop where they focused on Dungeons and Dragons, the role playing game, the uh, widely famous uh, role playing game, and uh, how to. <sighs> It's it's sort of, as far as I understand it, um, it was more about not really incorporating Dungeons and Dragons or role playing games in particular, but more like what's the feeling that you're gonna get when 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 you actually play? Yeah. Um, and could you could you use it in in some sort of uh, didactic way? Mm. Um, and they got a lot of success uh, with it. Yeah, they they got they were really good at creating an atmosphere. Uh, yeah, and maybe we should say in here is in sort of our media podcast room. They yeah. sort of decorated that for a little dungeon or something like that, which was really cool. Um, yeah, and of course we're going to be able to speak a little bit of more about the two sort of workshops we did. Then, of course, and because we, we didn't have a lot of time to try each other's, we did that a little bit. Um, So we sort of have more insight into our own. I mean, I've 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 tried three of them. Okay. I tried the the role playing one. I was a beta, uh, a beta tester for, for it. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, one? For yeah. The, yeah. Um, and uh, it was uh, it was interesting. I mean, their their biggest problem were that they only had forty five minutes to to complete yeah. a quote unquote session. Um, Where normal Dungeons and Dragons, you would spend way more time. Yeah, four hours yeah. at least. But that's a good sort of problem to have for how it would potentially be in if you want to use it in schools obviously yeah. obviously um and it was it was really interesting uh, watching uh, there is this uh, there is this term in game based learning called the magic circle yeah. where you get invited in in this atmosphere and you kind of forget everything around you and do you buy the rules of that world sort of exactly yeah. and they were really good at creating that as you said atmosphere and that room to to participate in the story and so so it was really interesting i've not i'm not quite sure what kind of feedback they got or but um yeah the the people i talked to who who got to try it seemed very happy and and thought it was fun yeah, yeah. and and it was a great uh, great great story yeah they've cocked up Next uh, group was sitting at the computers just yep. outside here. Um, we should maybe say we're in Future Classroom Lab with all the nice technologies and yeah, all sure. that stuff here. Um, and they played Arma, which I free. guess... Free. Arma yeah, free. True. Uh, which was sort of, should we call it spearheaded by Jonathan? 
because yeah. he plays that game a lot and and has a lot of experience with sort of using that to program and modify it in ways to make sort of a game within the game. Um, do you remember what their setup yeah, was? Yeah, I, I I tried that as yeah. well. Um, and uh, it was um, well for those who don't know it, Armor Free is a military simulator. Um, and they've created a sort of, uh, I think we were five participants. Yeah, I think we were. And we were stranded on this uh, uh, desolate island um, with nothing really to go on other than we're at the beach. And then um, they've placed certain clues uh, to find each other and then to uh, break some Morse code to get somewhere, get some coordinates. And it was um, it was really a exercise, a workshop in collaboration. Yeah. Uh, that was the primary focus. And communication. Communication and um, and and collaboration. Yeah. How to solve riddles collaboratively while being on a spoiler alert. Nobody's gonna really. Um, but uh, but uh, the entire island was infested by zombies. So it was also this kind of time pressure aspect to it. So and there were also I think it ends with something like where you can't fit everyone into a boat or car or something as well there's situations yeah, like yeah, that yeah right? at the end there there comes in an npc a non-player character and uh, and says i want to go with you don't leave without me but there's only room for five people in the boat i kind of shot yeah. him <laughs> uh i thought he was a zombie so <laughs> they kind of defeated the purpose um but but yeah that there were some moral dilemmas uh going on uh as well so uh and I mean, they they really created an atmosphere yeah. as well. They they kind of uh, decorated the whole place with uh, with guns and camo vests uh, and and bulletproof vests, and they were dressed up as military. Yeah, yeah. So they they didn't just dress up in in game. They did a lot for the atmosphere around the computers and yeah. yeah. And and they got uh, they got great feedback. Yeah. Um, I I was a little bit concerned about the theme. Yeah. I mean, bringing military and shooting people into a school Yeah, the refugee setting. part was really cool, but I was worried about the military aspect as well. Yeah. Uh but apparently people bought into it mm. uh or wasn't concerned by it in any way. Um and that was quite interesting. Um it, they got a lot of feedback about um they had to remember to stop the game at some point and make students or participants actually reflect on yeah. what's going on how is the communication flowing how are you collaborating um because it was easily uh, forgotten in in the situation why are we doing what we're doing yeah uh and not just playing a game and uh next group that's was, you that was my group group of two <laughs> um i've had an idea since we uh my study group from first semester made a board game about the 21st century skills which wasn't much of a game it was sort of a discussion game uh, and since I have an interest in, in games in general I've wanted to sort of make a more of a proper board game for a long time and I got the idea probably a year ago to make one that explains future classroom teacher because our uh, teacher line here uh, our version of the teacher's education is a little bit different in some ways and can be hard to explain we get a lot of questions about it uh, both from people outside but also people who consider 
studying here or in the beginning of the first semester when you start here it's like what what is going on and what are the rules and all that so the idea was to make a game that you the main focus or the main sort of target group would be people who just started or are about to start and uh, you play through the first semester um so we made it 10 turns because that's natural it probably would be like 12 weeks or something but mm. um and uh, the board uh, sort of the map is of the school with what we consider some of the locations you might want to know where are. So we had the 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 future classroom lab, the our classroom, the canteen, the um, the library, right? Yeah, library, the the bar, the school bar, <laughs> which might be weird for non-Danes. Um, all sort of where what do you want to know about the school? And then the the game was put together your study group you want to go to the exam with, uh, find some theory and some technology, and you get sort of a a mission f- which is based on some of the projects we made and the, the the team of students under us, what we call Little Future, um, and uh, get the, the things that fit that, uh, the, the theory they had for that project, and then go to the exam. And then, of course, a couple of things happen. Um, so was the game about you know, teaching or or learning about these theories. No, I think that was the the one of the points for me as well was the last one we made was very much about discussing and learning about the theory, where I wanted to, and one of the su- things we discussed in game based learning was, um, sort of the contrast between commercial uh, games that are focused on fun or earning money, um and uh, education yeah educational games that are focused on learning which generally i think a lot of people consider not very fun because it's clear that the goal is something different hmm. so the idea was to have fun it would be something you could play the first week to get to know your new class uh and then learn about the where things are at the school and sort of how the semester's built we sort of had two things you do before the exam in the in the game which is something that we did when we had that semester. Yeah, there's some some sort of checkpoint yeah. where you have to meet a, a checkpoint goal. Yeah, yeah, and score points. Uh, and then because the theory is sort of an aspect of the game, I, the way I usually describe it is if you have like a role-playing game like Skyrim in, in, in a medieval fantasy world, you have swords and shields and dragons. And in our game, it would be theory and technology. And that might sound boring, but and the idea is... And yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> That and, and the idea is that they would be sort of aspects in it in the same way. So if I play a, a game like Skyrim, I might learn about swords a little bit, and if I play a shooter, I might learn a little bit about guns. Yeah. Uh, and here, hopefully, by just playing and seeing the names and stuff like that, you might learn what a three D printer is or what uh, different mathematics or yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so your your primary goal was to make a fun game. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the discussions we had in game-based learning was also that we a lot of us have learned a lot from playing video games that were not supposed to teach you things mm. because they were fun and we were engaged. And I was hoping for the same thing with this. Uh, and just hearing sort of some of the stuff you're going to uh, meet throughout that semester I think would be cool. And then I just wanted to make a game that was fun. How do you make a game fun? And, mm. and sort of base it on uh, some of the games I like and like... Uh, I like this aspect of this board game. Try to put it in, and I think we might have 
uh, I mean, it seemed, people seemed to like it and it was fun, um, but we might have made it a little bit too advanced. There's a lot of things going on and that was really hard to balance. And I would say that we really started working on it a week before our exam. And I'd say about it, like 24 hours, maybe a little bit more, like 28 hours before the exam, we didn't have a game that worked. Like it was, it, it was terrible. And then we got it just by playing it a few times and adjusting. We got it pretty good, even though we're not where we want to be for when the new students start. Uh, but it it was very a very cool experience to get to do that and a lot of hard work. But uh, yeah, and also I I have even more respect for people who make yeah <laughs> make I, games. I, I was going to ask you because I'm quite interested in in the whole process of yeah. designing a game. I mean. Usually, board games takes years yeah. to perfect and balance, and you kind of tried doing that in a week. Yeah, uh, I'd say the other thing that sort of I I based a lot of it on sort of aspects I like from other games. One of the huge inspirations was was Dead of Winter, mm-hmm. where you also sort of have the group. It doesn't work the same way, and the way you move around is a little bit similar. Um, and then taking a game like that that I love and consider like probably my favorite board game and then thinking i could make one like that and then wanted to sort of make it documentary style like in a lot of ways that i wanted to be based on real stuff mm. where you're sort of there are some restraints there if you want to both make it good and balanced and fun and when we have sort of the characters you can pick in your group in our game is also real people and as i wrote into like our facebook group Uh, everybody please everybody be okay with this <laughs> and we're gonna have to adjust like how people are a little bit and make caricatures and stuff like that because uh we don't want everyone to be the same and we want it to work for the game but we still want it to sort of i think it's fun that we are the characters that you can be yeah. ha- like having our study group yeah. so that was sort of an aspect as well and and that balance was really hard and just like how do you take something from a character and put it on a sheet that is both fun and fit that character a little bit or and works and that's just like it's a lot of it's a lot of work uh but also really really fun and i think I, we're gonna keep working on that we we sort of have we there's the board of the or the map of the school and then you have this little board for yourself where you have your your theory and your technology and you, whoever's in your group And we made sort of an outline for each card you're going to place on that. And there's an outline we never ended up using <laughs> because we didn't get to that. Yeah. We wanted sort of extra skills, and it was just like we can't get it to work. And I don't think it's completely balanced now, but it's balanced enough that it works and it was fun. And as you, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think uh, it's actually okay when games are not completely balanced. Uh, like there's some characters, for instance, Veronica ended up being pretty overpowered as a character to have in your in your group. But that's actually okay, like that she is better than other yeah, characters. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. random if you draw her; it adds a little bit. That like uh, I mean, it 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 really just depends on the kind of game you're going yeah. for. Um, but I complete mean, balance is not necessarily the goal. No, I found out. No, like, or, it doesn't have to be. But yeah. if you're going for a game more like chess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to be balanced. But, yeah, but but if, if you it, have random aspects, it's, it's exactly bit, yeah. as as soon as you you introduce random elements and 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 mean just the balancing part, you have to playtest something for weeks. So sure. yeah, and the thing is, every time we we because it's random which characters you drew, mm. and then we made cards for every location in school. So if you went to the bar, you might draw a card that said something about that. If you went to 
our classroom there might be something like, oh you met our teacher lisa you haven't done your homework blah 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 something and we had these sort of stats which was social and uh theory theory and, and technology. technology and you get plus in those and stuff yeah and i got plus in the <laughs> theory man <laughs> um and just like yeah i don't know no just but but i mean the goal your goal was to 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 make an engaging and a fun game yeah. for new students and i i mean for that I'm yeah it seemed it worked the one we talked about this in the danish podcast as well oliver was like a little bit worried about that it would be too much of sort of an internal joke because yeah. the cards that you draw are very sort of things that has happened to us that outside people are going like what are you talking sure. about you can't get any lactose free no yeah food in, in the <laughs> and cantina. and we and we didn't we didn't i really check all the cards it was very much like write them print them done and then yeah, sure. one of them was like nick is sunburned and then nothing there's <laughs> we didn't know getting like what happens on there yeah sure but but i mean if if you want to use it like as as you said earlier as a team building exercise yeah. for new students i mean even drawing a card that just says nick is sunburned who first of all who's nick yeah second of all what yeah. third of all what do i need it for yeah but yeah. It, it it creates an experience yeah, yeah. i think might actually achieve and what it actually going for. we were because we played it with both when we tested and at the actual workshop we tested it with diff- like a couple of students from that was because we our class was doing the workshop uh mainly from the from the little future class and then from people outside people who knew us a little bit at in different degrees and everyone who played it had fun and it was clear that they were engaging in the tactics of the game and trying to win and we had this thing where you could trade cards with each other and think about where to move do i want some theory points or technology points and it was clear everyone played to win the game and everyone was laughing and smiling while it. i was looking at a lot of that and even though a lot of them didn't understand sort of the references and the and the jokes mm. they all thought they were fun anyway so i guess that's this sort of if you tell a fun story you do, of course it can add to it if you know the references but sure. a fun story is a fun story yeah, sure. so we at least hit a, a degree of it being fun enough that people from outside thought it was fun to play and i think we can still you know make it better but it, that was really nice sure that, uh, and i think yeah. you should you should try to really push it to the to the new uh, yeah students and we had a couple other teachers who were not like our teachers come by and they were a couple of them were like can we make like a version for my because ours our game is focused on danish and yeah. uh, and sort of the subjects we have in the first semester and we talked about sort of expanding to the other semesters as well to add those theories and those making an expansion yeah <laughs> no but just because one of the ideas for me as well was when i'm going to read for the exam or when i need a break maybe from that maybe yeah. i can play that game and if i have all the theory as cards in a game i'm yeah. going to keep seeing it and reading it and then it's going to help me remember that and it's actually part of reading for the exam then in a fun way yeah and and i mean just making the cards and yes. and, and and you Huge. working with the text where where you want to do okay this kind of theory and this theory goes together yeah. that means you actually have to know yeah. why they go together just to make the fun part and yeah. not the learning parts i mean it's we ended up simplifying that as well because i had a huge plan for how like there would be a huge system how theory would work together in groups and oh my god that yeah. was that was a lot of work you have But to if you get yeah. at some point and and really want to work with yeah. it you you got to make a sort of a technology tree <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a tech tree known from 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 various games and, and stuff so just go together with yeah, this yeah, and yeah. then you have this map you just present here 
And that, and that would be great for an exam as well. Sure. But yeah, some other teachers asked, oh, if I'm teaching in French or in English, can can we make a version where it's not Danish theory, it's the theory we use in those subjects? And I think that's a great, interesting way of doing that. And maybe we should just sort of make our game better. And then maybe the students in those classes could be like, what theory would we have? Because mm-hmm. as you said, working with that and sort of selecting those words and how do they go together is a great way of like, getting to know the theory better. Yeah, and 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 you're making a a genuine product. Yeah. It's not just it's it's not it's not learning for learning's sake, no. it's learning for a purpose. Yeah. And 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 we found that out during these last four semesters that yeah. when you do something for a purpose instead of just, you know, writing a report yeah. just because somebody's going to read them and grade them. Yeah. When you're doing something with a purpose, you really get to start studying and really get to use it in 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 a context so yeah. yeah and i think like that is very clear when you i think a lot of people here probably work hard and spend a lot of time on reports and stuff but like th- a lot of those days that week Emilia and i were here from like eight in the morning till midnight like yeah. several days in a row uh, and you probably that's probably also easier when it's working with a board game and there's it's not just reading and writing it's working with a 3d printer and making the figures and designing the map and stuff because there's more variation but it says something about how mod- motivated you were for for making something sure. that makes sense sure. so yeah but enough about my game for now yeah we're, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna come back to <laughs> it and talk about more, more about it yeah uh, the fourth workshop uh, was a group goldberg machine yes Uh, party machine maker. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to wonder what. Yeah. I mean, why? Yeah. Uh, we we made it as part of the. Was no, that was in coding class. Wasn't that was it? in coding class, and yeah. and coding class is sort of part of the game based yeah. learning aspect, and also part of the Danish aspect. Yeah. Uh, But we the point is we ma- we tried a little bit ourselves in in the class yeah. earlier, and, and then they decided, all right, let's do a version of this. Uh, where we make it a party machine and try to work, make it work for a workshop. Sure. Yeah. And and the um, the goal of the Rube Goldberg machine again, they only had forty five minutes to build one. Was to light some sort of pyrotechnic. Uh, Just say the the workshop. So the group who made it when their workshop could only be 45 minutes yeah, so the sure. sort of the guests they had attending their workshop yeah. only had forty five minutes to exactly. build. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And they they delivered the materials and and uh, and and the gold. They had they had set parts of the Rube Goldberg machine up uh, beforehand, and then the goal for for the participants uh, were to um, was to uh, ignite this sort of pyrotechnic. Uh, I don't really know what it's called in English. No, in Danish is like table bomb. Yeah, it's a little it's thing that shoots confetti up. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, I don't really know how the feedback was i could only hear it yeah because they people sounded like they were having fun they sounded like they were having a ton of fun um i've heard a little bit about the uh, some of the participants uh, saying that they had a hard time seeing what kind of role this should be played uh, should should play should be how it should be used in school exactly right, yeah. um i can see that But yeah, but it, but, it, but people, yeah, it's and that's sort of the weird thing about our workshop because it it was sort of, I don't know, it's not that it wasn't clear, but you could sort of uh, go different ways about it, and I think in that way, 
our now I go back to my board game, but our board we game. We told them. <laughs> we always said <laughs> our board game also became a little bit, maybe more about I wanted to make a board game than the direct sort of how you use it in school. And people seem to sort of forgive it a little bit for that because they saw some potential in some of the things. But uh, I think s- so. Similar, the Rube Goldberg team also maybe didn't have that clear of a goal how it would be used in, in schools. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure they actually had a pretty clear goal. Okay. Uh, because it's uh, this is sort of the the very, very Danish way um, because not everything we do in school is curriculum-oriented. Yeah. Um, we also have part of, you know, a sort of... Um, um, teaching people about how to live uh, our students how to live how to uh, be part of teamwork yeah. and, and 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 part of bigger groups and how to be a a stand-up citizen and and, and participate in democracy and all that kind of jazz yeah. not only just what's two plus two or yeah whatever um and the rube goberg machine was really i think their goal I'm I'm talking yeah. I'm speaking on their behalf but but I think their goal was to to illustrate how this is such a intense and complicated mm. teamwork assignment actually as a to to you know we we've did it in in coding class I wasn't I wasn't part of it but okay. but there's a lot of teamwork and collaboration and stuff and also just like learning technology and how does uh, I mean, it's very analog, some of it as well, but like working with different sort of, I don't know, things, whatever you use for the machine, there's definitely some skill there that you l- yeah, can learn. And I mean, I mean, you being uh, the science uh, guy of the uh, of the class, I mean, it, it can be used definitely. in a lot of science. That was really weird about doing it in coding class because it was a very non-science way of building one, which yeah. it was so weird, like being used to... That that's been interesting about in our, sort of our class because it's Danish English, yeah. and it's not very sciencey people. And I've sort of gotten used to it now, but especially in the beginning, you, I was just confused sometimes about how people went about things, yeah. and where a science person uh, might think a lot about the science of how a machine would work and angles and gravity and speed all, and velocity. Yeah, all and this momentum. stuff. It, it, People went about it a very different way. Do it was just trial and error, right? <laughs> a lot, and also just sort of the priority this and looks goals. Cool. Yeah, and like it was like uh, people cared sort of about the story of it and the symbols and let's make some hearts and let's play music oh, and that's, that's when you know you got the Danish teachers. Yeah, which is I liked as well, but none of the sort of okay, would it be cool if this thing would swing this way because of how velocity works? There was none of that, which was, it's really interesting. And I think actually it would be great if more sort of, I'm, uh, it, sometimes it's sad how much we've divided ourselves into those two camps. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, and I think sort of the meeting each other in that way and learning about how people think and not creating even more diversion about like between those camps is really good. So I think I've learned a lot from from just seeing how all the people think differently like yeah. you can really learn a lot so yeah, that's yeah, been great yeah. but yeah it's, I, I heard one person who went to that workshop as well and and had fun with it so at least like that went through and I think that was a big part of their goal as well to sort of and show I'm, how that can be and, fun and, and engaging and, and, and the achievement of actually making a yeah. Rube Goldberg machine work 
I mean, you could hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a video somewhere, maybe on a phone, it, it, perhaps. It, it was recorded, but I don't think it was, because I think that's me. <laughs> Where to? No, not the. No, that was no, the, no, the no, one no. in coding not, class. No, 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 not not the one that failed. Yeah, miserably. But the the actual one from, oh, yeah, from yeah, the workshop. I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure there's a, a video somewhere. All right, of, we'll see if that. we can find that. Yeah, we're gonna blackmail some people yeah. just to just just to show our listeners to uh, yeah. And then there was my workshop, yeah. um, which was uh, the quote-unquote boring one, um, mm. because uh, it was really focused on using computer games in an actual school. But setting. I thought yours was awesome as well. Yeah, I, yeah. That's why I say quote-unquote, yeah. um, because we we really we really took we we made uh, two didactic designs. We made uh, two 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 illustration on how to use computer games in uh, in an actual class setting and we chose two different games two very 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 different games uh, the one is co- overcooked and the other is inside and I'm gonna dwell in a little yeah. uh, I'm gonna, gonna elaborate on that um, but our point was to at, at the at the beginning of uh, of our semester we really thought we were going to make this workshop for other teachers or students to become teachers Uh, so we really wanted to focus on actually giving people something to use Um, and and actually having a discussion on, on whether or not complex computer games actually have a place in a school setting or if it's just us running around in our own little bubble and thinking everything is awesome. Um, so we made this uh, the, these two uh, examples and and in Overcooked. And Overcooked is a game for uh, in this case PlayStation. Nick, you yeah. Is it just PlayStation? I, it's out for uh, PC and Xbox as well. Okay. But yeah, we played on PlayStation. Cool. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, we should mention just yesterday or the day before. Uh, Overcooked 2 or I don't know if it's called that it's announced actually coming out in August Ooh. more aspects more cool stuff so check that out as well cool cool yeah. cool E3 time yeah 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 um, but but Overcooked is a game where you're each gonna take a role as a chef in a kitchen and you can play up to four people and you can play up to four people and um, that doesn't sound really hard until the kitchen starts moving yeah and things are getting thrown and but, apparently but, but even when you start the game sort of you're making food and it's sort of divided into so let's make a burger what's in a burger there's the bun there's the tomato there's the beef there's the lettuce yeah and you can make that yourself or you can how you would do in a factory sort of divide the task out okay i'm gonna chop the tomatoes yeah. and you're gonna chop the lettuce you're and gonna plate it yeah and you're gonna uh, make the dishes and, and do if you the do that proper you're gonna be faster so you're gonna yeah. score more points in the game and it's you go get points, you get stars at the end. The more you've made, and the less sort of orders you get in that you screw up. The, if you screw them up, you get minus points, yeah. and that's how the game works. Yeah, and and uh, we uh, we 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 made that man, made people play, and and the idea was um, that a part of the class is actually playing this game, and the other part of the class is actually trying to investigate what kind of language is being used uh, during the game what are people saying to each other uh, so we made this about um, spoken language and uh, analysis um, trying to 
trying to to look into what kind of language is actually going to be used in order to get the goals that you need. Um, so it's not really about playing the game, it's about what goes on outside the game. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have a lot of participants, so it kind of got a little bit amputated. Um, but that was the, the idea. Um, and the other part of our workshop was... Um, was playing inside, inside yeah. um, which is a, I think you called it a side runner game, side scroller game. Side scrolling, yeah. yeah. It's a, you would probably call it platformer, even though there isn't a lot of platforming. Yeah, yeah, yeah you probably would. Um, but without spoiling literally anything, it's about a boy in a dystopian world. Um, and you run from left to right. And you run from left to right, and then you find out. Yeah more and more about this there, world. There's a lot of story, but it's not very specific. It's a lot of atmosphere. It's atmosphere. Instead. It's non-verbal story. Yeah. I don't think there is any language in it. No, that should be some in the sounds and stuff. But maybe in the end. Maybe in the end. I actually think there might be that some sort of yeah, maybe. monologue in the end. But it's it's primarily based up of visuals uh, and sounds. Um, and, and the idea here was that they had to sit down and play it for 20 minutes um, and as part of the exercise it's like watching it's like considering the, the, the computer game as just reading a text yeah. um, and, 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 and trying to you know um, what why what do you think is going yeah. on here and why do you think that I mean there's uh, so much to interpret in that yeah, story. Yeah and, and, and how does the story end? Where yeah. do you see the story going and why do you think this boy is yeah, that that's that's a little bit of a spoiler. Why do you think the boy is being hunted in yeah. the beginning? But that I think because we've played this with different people a couple of times and and I remember doing it with the people who worked in the sort of the Danish media council, I don't know if it's called, institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Think Media Institute and, or and something s- like that. Some of them were like, now I understand why my kids play video games. Because it's so quickly creates an atmosphere that you yeah. care about you being chased as this boy, and it does it in such a way that it's like people are almost out of breath because of like the atmosphere, and and you don't really know why, and there's just so much to talk about as well. Yeah. We, 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 we really wanted to... Um to make a contrast between the two games. Uh, Overcooked is this wild, crazy ride where you yell at each other and you're... But also very positive and happy and colorful. The visuals of the games are really, really whimsical. And you could play with like six-year-olds because of the way it looks. Yeah, but but it's it's this collaborative... But yeah, so competitive. And it's it's contained chaos and, and, and... and euphoric, and then we wanted really j- just to take a step back and wanted people to immerse themselves in this computer game. So we 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 brought these big headphones, so really try to eliminate all sound from outside. So you can hear the rain, you can hear the cars, you can hear the dogs, you can hear the the feet pattering in in in, in the forest. Yeah. and uh, it's very much like overcooked the sort of multiplayer game. And then the inside is sort of the narrative single player, single pl- yeah. very single player, yeah, really. very different uh, games. And and then we wanted a, a discussion about actually using these games in in a school setting. Inside might be a little too dark. Yeah, I think maybe uh, like the maybe older. I don't know what the rating actually is. It might be different we, from we, country. We, country. we looked it up for the Americans. Uh, the, it's the, like eighteen. The pay, that's eighteen yeah. plus. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think I've. 
think it might be 16 in 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 Denmark yeah. uh, which is uh, our ninth graders yeah um it so it might be a little bit too dark but it was really about trying to make these examples of of how how can you use games in it and they we we had um, we had three participants wherein two of them were teachers actual teachers um and they were really positive about our approach to it which was being very theoretical and very focused on actual giving something uh, they could use and uh, and they really loved overcooked um and it was also very interesting seeing these two middle-aged women never never have been able to play a board game or a a computer game and and how they just i mean discovered how the game actually yeah how it makes sense it's Um, also two games that are very simple to play and to control like some people might have a little bit of a hard time yeah but they're they're not demanding in that way everyone can learn to play those games fairly quickly i would say the first time i actually played overcooked that was with unique um and you were like okay you can see the authors up in the top yeah. and I was like where <laughs> I'm yeah. just focusing on where I am at the, the screening and they had the exact same uh, um experience and 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 part and partway through we 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 switched seats so 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 they could be the uh, language uh, analysis yeah, scientists scientists whatever. trying to yeah. to analyze uh, the language being used and just the fact that they step back yeah. and actually can see the entire screen without having to focus on how to it's when you're playing things. you're like looking at what do i need to what you don't yeah. have the time to look yeah, yeah sure, but it's sure. interesting because it's so simple like we, we talked a lot about it in danish and in english class about how like sign making how does it uh, tell you what to do like the the sort of order is like symbols of the food you're making and what does it what do you need to put together and stuff and it's it's very interesting that way and i think as someone who loves video games and those games, I think your workshop was really awesome and cool and definitely the one that's most usable for people to like actually use in school where Mm -hmm. I think what happened for this workshop was a lot of people were like, that looks like that school l- that, stuff. That looks like Do I want to play a board game or make a rule book and have fun? And yeah. Yeah. And, and, and there was also the timing of Mm. when the workshop were, it was Friday afternoon. I mean, everybody wanted to get home and then we're standing like, Hey, you want to learn something cool? No, I just really want to play some board games or playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Um, which is also part of our reflections in our report on it. Um, that, that we might have sold it to doll. Um, but it's also with the amount of people we were out very late with the advertisement sure. and inviting people so we didn't have sure. that many people so it's also you know yours might have been the least popular but maybe that's also just because the other ones were interesting to people yeah know? exactly and and I mean we were right we were right beside the Goldberg machine and uh, and they've called their workshop the party machine yeah. and they really kind of decorated with banners and yeah. confetti and they got these pyrotechnics we we talked about the table bombs and 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 just colors and and our poster is actually gray <laughs> so it was just it was it was a play on the dystopian world uh from inside but it was maybe you should have done an overcooked poster instead but it but it it's 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 really a a, a 
a hybrid. Mix. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, with the colors and stuff, it, it does sure. do a lot with the. Sure. We had, I think, we had a similar thing with like we didn't have a lot of time to, you know, to no, make a poster and stuff. No, but no, but you, you, what everybody else had, you had a board game you've made. I mean, people are attracted to the yeah, part where, where oh, look what we've made. The armor, guys, military. Yeah. I mean, guns everywhere. Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, that's a taste. If you if you don't. But they have done a lot of decorating. But they have done a lot of decorating, and they were like isolated, and it was mm. like this cave, this dungeon, yeah. as you said, and and then we got the party machines being all colorful, and then there's us. You wanna you wanna learn something about computer games? A lot of dystopian <laughs> platformer. <laughs> yeah, you wanna see this boy get killed? I mean, no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, But it, it was it was very cool. I think we've actually talked a lot, so I, we should just quickly talk about the semester in general because we haven't really done it that in English. Sure. And hopefully, we'll do it more in the future. Maybe we can. I don't think we'll get to do an episode about that now or in the coming weeks. So maybe we'll. Yeah, we'll see if we'll do it later. But besides game-based learning, we had Danish and English. We've wrapped up Danish. We are now Danish teachers, which is kind of weird. Um, And we've wrapped up our second semester in English, and yeah. we're gonna finish that in the fall and be English teachers yeah, when we wrap that up. We're like sixty percent English teachers too. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent Danish, sixty percent English. <laughs> um, that sounds like a rap song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you think it went? About, how would you describe the semester from your point of view? Um, What's your experience? I I mean, I thought, I thought, wow, yeah. I thought that the the third semester was hard. Because of the, uh, yeah, because of our we had uh, it what's it called practic, yeah, interning at the school, yeah, intern, yeah. I, our internships, uh, the f- the first of three, uh, and I thought that was insanely hard. And you and I talked about okay, fourth semester, it's gonna be a but breeze. But we were told that by several people, yeah, and, and then also, I mean, part of it, I think, I think it's been tough for everyone. But if you don't do a podcast every week, and if you don't say yes to a lot of other stuff maybe it would have been less less stressful yeah. for you but 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 i mean wrapping up danish yeah it's a huge thing it's a huge thing and i um my my greatest subject and and what i'm most proud of is danish yeah um so wrapping that up and just wanted to do my best it was so yeah i can imagine so 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 difficult and and really the expectations uh, you give yourself really mm. because you just want to do your best um it was it was so hard it was so demanding but it was so rewarding in the end uh, i agree i i actually feel like not that i that I feel that we've never actually been expected to perform but this time it really felt like us also because it's it's we're the first future classroom teachers and this is sort of wrapping up the future part of our education yeah, yeah, yeah. and and just wanting to give our teacher yeah the best arguments for actually and also uh, she made She uh, or our teachers in general got got us different exams. There were diff- different, like a little bit of variations of the normal ones, which were really awesome and made a lot more sense. And yeah, you got yeah, to, yeah, sure, I sure. think, the demand sort of on you might be a little bit bigger as well, or it might be a little bit of a harder task. But it was, it makes way more sense, and you get to yeah. do more cool stuff for yeah. both the written and the 
the oral uh, exam and also the English All, test. Also the English yeah. module exam. Yeah. I mean, that was really. I mean, this might also be kind of weird for non-Danes to actually hear this. I mean, a lot of my friends who are Danes think it's weird that the first part of our English exam, we were allowed to talk with each other. Yeah, so we got sort of the uh, the assignment and sort of a text that, that we could... The preparation we, Yeah, that we were going to write yeah. about, and we were free to discuss everything about it, basically. Yeah, for two hours. Yeah. Uh, the, the entire exam was five hours, Yeah, and the first two hours we could actually talk with yeah. each other, and I mean, that makes... So much. I actually had a really hard time to even do that. I started with just I just started writing, and then it took me like 20 minutes, half an hour before I was like, "Wait, maybe I should." And people were talking. I was I was writing. Yeah. And I was like, "Wait, I should engage in conversation as yeah, well." Exactly, but but it makes so much sense. Yeah. Uh, our quotation of the day for the for the podcast is actually, when you get to talk with each other, I mean, it reflects reality. Yeah. Because in 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 a in a real situation, you got colleagues to discuss things with. I mean, you you don't you you do have to do the things yourself, but you can. But you're not locked in a room and not allowed to talk to exactly. anyone. And now you have to finish this assignment now. Exactly. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, and our normal tests here, like you're in a gym full of chairs yeah, and and yeah. tables, and then you sit there for five hours, six hours, and write your assignment. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's such a weird environment. And I mean, we talked about it in Danish podcast, but it it. it It's different how much it affects people. It affects some people a little bit and some people a lot. And it makes you write and just perform in general way less. Yeah. And you, like, it's it's just terrible for people in every way. And I I get that you need to sort of the way it works now. You need to have a grade and you need to measure who knows how to do it. But it's just not a a good picture of who is good at something. No, it's 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 more of a picture uh, of who performs best under pressure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, who who is not who cares less in a way? Yeah, almost. kind kind of. Yeah. Um, and 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 also the Danish exam, the written part of the Danish exam, just to put things into perspective. Normal, quote unquote, uh, students have twenty four hours. Yeah, to write ten pages. To write ten pages, we had a week. Yeah. to write 10 pages and that might sound like oh okay yeah so you 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 drew you, you drew the lucky one there but we also had to make a digital production because it's part of a, a, our future classroom some technology work based yeah. something and also and some reflections on that don't forget that the demands yeah where where i mean if if i were if i were grading up if i was grading a paper i knew had been made in 24 hours i might be a little bit lenient yeah. on some sort of th- some some things but if you get a week it has to be goddamn near perfect because you've had all the time in the world nick <laughs> yeah i know this was my feedback <laughs> to that you've had you did not spend a week on this assignment <laughs> did you no i you did not you had a week just to yeah. you know hone it really to yeah. perfection and It was, I think it was really rewarding to. It was an amazing assignment. I think it's the, it's, if you see the normal assignment and then the one we have, it's crazy how, it's not perfect, but we're really far and really close to something that is like, it's so good and makes so much sense for your work as a teacher. We had like both some poems that you had to analyze, 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 and, um, 
and you know we had to make a product i took some pictures and made video and wanted to have done a game thing that i didn't get like i didn't have time to no, because right. you know we got that idea like 24 hours yeah. before no but i actually had another one as well <laughs> but did? It, yeah <laughs> um but just like get to produce this talk about theory about uh, sort of the production of that and theory of of filmmaking and and like reply to sort of the it, the case was like you're a sort of a technology expert on a school and how would you advise the other teachers on how to use this and it, it was just something that i think makes sense for how our real life job is going to be and it that was so awesome yeah yeah um, i completely agree um and also i know not everyone partook in that but um we actually met a lot of people uh, here on the school yeah. just to you know how do you how do you look at the things and how do you see this theory yeah here we were mm. also allowed to talk to each other exactly yeah. um and and it was it was such a i mean it's it's never gonna be this is reality but no, it was no. really close at simulating an authentic situation yeah. you might actually and you could learn a lot from doing that sure like, yeah and i think both for this the for the for the oral one we made eight sort of synopsis i don't know if it's the yeah, same that's the same yeah, yeah, sure. uh f- f- for different semesters and different like there was different rules we made eight of these sort of yeah uh, there were eight uh, questions yeah. and we had to make eight and you had to analyze a text or a student production or didactic design and you had to make different products you could sort of it was i i end up with my making like all the products and sure. all the and analyzing uh like have it done so no matter what we drew we were done with that part and could sure. just hone it a little bit more yeah. and you didn't have to do that because you had 24 hours but anyway that that as well were just like way closer to something that we could use and uh, the reason partly why we made those products Amelia and I were and Esther was part of it as well um was that those products are now something I'm probably going to use like we made products that were cool and we m- could make them in a way that makes sense so I can use like I made a podcast that I could use with kids when I'm r- like out being a teacher and yeah. that that's just awesome that that made me feel like I'm not wasting time by making a product that I don't draw for my exam because I drew something else because I'm going to use it afterwards and that's awesome and that's and uh, uh, that's great that you you found that meaning in yeah. it um and and I really think that it was super hard uh making the eight synopsis yeah. uh, finding literature uh and also again because it was more like an exam as you know it and i really don't like exams as you know it because you n- you, you never know what they're expecting yeah so when you made the not only the 24 hours uh preparation where you drew the 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 question and 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 before but you've spent months yeah. uh actually preparing this and you're not really sure that your approach yeah, to the subject sort of, is what yeah. they're expecting yeah. so so um so it's always sort of a hit hit and miss when you when you when you walk into that uh yeah into that room but it w- I totally agree we're we're not complete there yet and there's still some it's a little bit of confusion and like what are we actually doing but just compared to some of the other exams and tests it's we're we're so far rome wasn't built on day no and but it's i i mean for us i it's feel like close. The, the the change over the last two years yeah. it's crazy how far we've gotten yeah hopefully sure. we can like 
push some of that change to to the schools that we're going to teach at. Yeah, and 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 also the change for for other mm. students here at the at the campus, uh, the um, and and because, I mean, as as we, as as I said in the beginning, when you do something just to do something, or you're doing something with a purpose, if you do something with a purpose, just as you said, yeah. I'm gonna make these eight products because I want to use them. I have a purpose for making these. This is not just eight products. So I can pass a test. Yeah. This is me being able to use it for something else. You learn so much more. Yeah, and you just, yeah, you learn more. You have more fun doing it as well. And it's just, and it's also not a waste of time. I think yeah. it's sad how much time you spend in school that is made where you're making stuff only to be tested, to be judged as a person. Sure. Uh, instead of like things that make sense. Yeah, it yeah, it it can really feel like a waste of time, and that's really sad. But it's it's so great that we're getting to to try different things and sort of push, uh, yeah, this sort of different way of going about things. Yeah, it's it's a, a it's not a completely dif- different agenda, but it's it it has a different taste. Yeah, um, and 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 it really works. Yeah. I I think it really works. I think we should wrap it up now. Is there anything else we should say before? Uh Anything we missed? Uh, yeah, congratulations to everybody that yeah. that became a Danish teacher over the last two days, or uh, other students who have wrapped up uh, exactly. exams now. Yeah, I mean, congratulations to you all. It's yeah. it's it is it is a trial, but we all got through it. Uh, yeah. So uh, so congratulations. Yeah, and then uh, in the fall we're gonna have our final English semester and. I'm gonna try even harder that we're gonna do this more. Hopefully, people yeah. are up for it with not, with not having the pressure of finishing Danish, but yeah. the pressure of finishing English. Maybe more people are gonna be up for practicing English because that's a huge thing for me with this. Exactly. I man. feel I've gotten worse at English yeah, being yeah, yeah, here yeah. because we talk it less. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I I dreaded this episode because I've never talked English. I've never had a conversation in English this long. Yeah. For like a decade. Yeah. Uh. So so it it really. Because we're going to be English teachers, so so we might not? as well practice. We might as well practice, yeah. yeah, sure. And then in the last episode, I actually said it was our last sort of interview that we haven't used, but we actually have one left that we haven't aired on the Danish uh, podcast as well. So we're going to put that up in one of the coming weeks as well, which was an interview with uh, some of the dudes working at Lego that Ooh, we talked to at the yeah, yeah, festival. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, cool. Uh, no, no, actually, uh, they were from, I think they're from the US. Cool, man. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have that up soon, uh, sure. hopefully. And uh, then we'll see when we get to do more of these sort of exclusive for the English where we discuss sort of being English teachers yeah. and things like that. I mean, we, sh- we should do more. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, we should do more. You, you just call. I think I think our class is hopefully more up for the problem with sort of uh, what we call little future. Yeah. Uh, the The class under us they're going to have the busy semester next yeah, fall yeah, where they they're going to the be, internship yeah, and, and they don't have english that semester either nope so we'll see but we'll we'll try uh and uh other than that thanks for joining kenneth it was yeah man great. thanks for inviting me and then uh we maybe we should say we we do have different social media stuff that you can check out there's pictures and we're going to try to post uh, some video stuff uh, of the Rube Goldberg machine and all that, but a lot of the so a lot of the social media is in Danish, but there are pictures and things that you might understand anyway. So if you want to check that out, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, uh, and we're called Future Classroom Podcast there. 
Maybe so, Nick. Yeah. We should make a English Instagram, so we could make some quotations in English. We we could do that. Maybe we, we could look into that. that. Yeah. We could look into maybe, that. Maybe maybe a little tease. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks again, Kenneth, and thanks you guys for listening. We'll see you soon, hopefully. Yeah.